Welcome to Our Morning Take, the podcast where our goal here is to describe for you the movie that is going on in our head when we read the Bible. Man, it's been more like a nightmare this week, hasn't it? <laughs> Monday it's, every day. It's a win. I know. It's like this is the third Monday. This Five week. days of Monday. Yeah, it's, it's uh, like Groundhog Day where you keep waking up <laughs> at the same, the same day. January the 10th. Uh, it's a Wednesday. Hey, Crystal. Hello, Crystal. Hump day. Crystal. Uh, we're in Exodus. We're in the uh, second chapter of Exodus, and we're to the story of Moses where God has entered into Moses' heart, into his mind, and revealed himself that he is a Hebrew and not an Egyptian, and Moses has left the house of Pharaoh according to Stephen. Yes. doesn't say that, that clearly in Exodus, but just know that... Uh, Stephen is inspired by the Holy Spirit as he tells the story. So uh, it just shows you that there are always more to the story than what's written the first time. So uh, if it's written again, you, you get a little bit more from the story. Oh, absolutely. And what's, uh, what I find interesting is, you know, the time that God comes into Moses' heart. But as he's growing up, he's seeing these people just being mis- mistreated and abused. And he's living in a lap of luxury. And he's like... These are my people. But then at some point when God comes in, he was just like, I got to do something. Yeah. And I have a little different take than that. I'd say, I don't think he cared about him much at all until he was 40 and God entered his heart and was like, wait a minute, I'm a, I'm supposed to be one of these. And now he feels the pain of his brother and he wants to get out there and, and do something about it. He believes maybe he's the deliverer. You know, in fact, he feels like he is the deliverer. Yeah, and it's not like it's a feeling that's going to go away. It's like it's consuming him. At this point. Yeah, it's yeah. consuming him. He's like, I got to do something. Yeah, and it is. And he's very zealous. He's very excited. It so reminds me about people that get saved and they get into Christian ministry. So uh, they come along and they think, oh, man, this is going to be great. Yeah. It's gonna be, I'm going to be I'm going to be this. I'm going to be that. I'm going to be a pastor. I'm going to be a song leader. I'm going to be... Whatever it is that you put in there until somebody comes along and says, who made you this? Then reality hits. What made you think that you should be this? Or what made you think you should be a pastor? You know, just because that's what you thought of back in when you went to summer camp. Or when you uh, you just and I've I've seen this happen about three months ago. Somebody just got saved and they come to work and they're all excited about, you know, the transformation. And then somebody comes along, well, you got to pay your tithes. You have to do this. You have to do that. You got to read the Bible every day. And it's like, you know, and this person's like, what is going on? Yeah. That, I didn't sign up for all that. Yeah. 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 So that's kind of what's going on in Moses' life here. So we're back in Exodus chapter 2. I believe that we've got our audio problems worked out. I think uh, he couldn't find the studio, but I think we found it. <laughs> I think it. he's made it in. <laughs> I, think he, I think he made it in. He here showed, we go. He showed up today. Here he is. <laughs> And when he went out the second day, behold, two men of the Hebrews strove together. And he said to him that did the wrong, Wherefore smitest thou thy fellow? And he said, Who made thee a prince and a judge over us? Intendest thou to kill me as thou killedst the Egyptian? And Moses feared and said, Surely this thing is known. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to get him a little closer to the (laughs) microphone because that was like way down in the... In the valley there. But you probably turned it up on your radio, and then I came back on, and you went, whoa, that's too loud. Yeah, yeah but anyway, we'll I get mean, that. It's all the way up. He's it is? Way, yeah. Hmm. That's weird, because 
it would blow us out of here last week when it was playing. So I don't know. As Tim uh, told us earlier, nothing works the same from one week to the next. I, I have no idea. Anyway, yeah, me neither. So it says that um, so Moses kills this guy, hides him. Next day, according to Steve, let's just back up a little bit though. So when they say he hides him, like. I'm trying to picture the scene. Is it the work site that he does this or just people just passing by or like I'm trying to figure out like the whole the whole scene of Moses doing this in front of the guy. Yeah. Then he kills him. I've watched enough mafia guys in <laughs> a shallow ditch. I mean, you know, put some leaves over that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know exactly how he did yeah, it. It's but, interesting. But that's me. what he said. He uh, hit him in the sand yeah. and it's very sandy there. That kind of desert. Does he have a shovel? I mean, did he come prepared to kill a guy? Did he have, like, the mafia kid? They killed him with the shovel. I don't know. <laughs> Whap! <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. slow on the whole thing. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. But Stephen does uh, give us a little bit more about this, about uh, the Egyptian. But I do want to get you to understand what happened to Moses. What happens to Moses now when the people reject him? He gets, dis number one, he's discouraged. He's like, you know, I thought this is what you guys wanted. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. But I thought you would understand, yeah. according to Stephen. Yeah. But they didn't. I like, uh, does your, does your uh, King James in verse 14, at the end of the verse 14, it says, Moses was afraid. Yes, it says Moses feared. Yeah. It said, surely this thing is known. So here's the thing. That's the first thing that happens to us as Christians when things don't work the way they are, we, we, we're afraid. We're like, whoa, maybe I wasn't supposed to do this. You and I have gone through the oh. same thing in my ministry. It's like, maybe I wasn't supposed to do that. And, and, and fear has another word that goes closely with it, and it's called doubt. Yes. And so you either have fear or doubt or both, and you think, eh. Maybe this wasn't the thing I was supposed to do. Yeah, and it goes back to my mind where um, back at the Dream Center when we uh, we started doing the adopt the block when we would go and do certain things, and then you know no one would come to the church from that. Not that we were looking for it, but it was just like you know we're doing all of this and nobody's coming. Outreach is always yeah. supposed to yeah. evangelize. Yeah, and when it doesn't evangelize. We go, well, that was a waste. Yeah, yeah. And we stop. But we don't know what God's doing behind the scenes. You know, these, these people may not be coming to the Dream Center, but they're like, you know what? There are some Christian people that really care about me. They mowed my lawn. They cut down trees. But we're just looking. We don't see the physical evidence in our face. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. In the six years that we were at Hands and Feet, we, we went on enough outreaches to probably feed close to 5,000 people. And I think a handful, I think you can count almost on one hand how many people got saved through that. But is that worth it? It's worth it to those five that Absolutely. actually came Absolutely. to God, right? And when, I, when I'm out and about in the Gaston County area, and if I'm wearing my hands and feet sweatshirt, people recognize that. They They're like, you guys gave us sandwiches last week. You yeah. guys did this. You guys did that. So it, it doesn't go unnoticed. I mean, yeah. sometimes we just got to get out of the mindset that we just want to see things right in our face all the time. Yeah. And the back, results. And, and that's a little bit of a rabbit trail we went down, but back to the original thought, the original thought is here you are, you're all excited about doing the work that yep. you think God wants you to do. 
I'm supposed to be the deliverer. And then uh, you do deliver one Hebrew from one Egyptian. Oh, he definitely delivered him. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, there you go. He He's like, no, you're going to kill me like you did the Egyptian? So Moses is like, wow, he, he realized I did that. And now it's going to be known. Everyone's going to know. Everybody knows. What a now. failure I am. And I'm afraid. And there's doubt. And uh, we come along to verse 15. But before we get to verse 15, uh, let's read Acts. Uh, I guess I'll just read it. Acts yes, chapter 7, uh, verse 29. This is right at the end of where uh, Stephen says, you do not mean to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday, do you? And at this remark, verse 29, Moses fled and became an alien in the land of Midian, where he became the father of two sons. So Stephen's already going to give you a little history. And then we come back to Exodus. And in Exodus, we read, uh, after Moses says, surely this thing become known in the 15th verse, when Pharaoh heard of this matter, he tried to kill Moses. So that's something that Stephen didn't mention, but it's mentioned here in Exodus. Pharaoh tried to kill Moses, but Moses fled from the presence of Pharaoh and settled in the land of Midian, and he sat down by a well. And we'll get to the rest of that story uh, on another podcast. Yes, and he sat down by a well. Yeah. How interesting is that? But as Abraham says, but before we get there, there are a couple other things we want to talk about. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. What was today? Thursday? Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Uh, All day. Fourth Monday tomorrow. (laughs) Yes.